This sermon is brought to you by Shofar East London. Together, living out the fullness of Christ. We hope you enjoy this message. Ever wonder why Christians are so weird? I have. I remember my BC days, my before Christ days. Certain people in my world stood out from others. My immediate response to them was, you're weird. (laughs) I I don't know why, but there's something different about them. They were weird, as if they were from another planet. They spoke and acted differently to the rest of us, who were mostly Christian in name, but we weren't like them. If you'd asked me if I am a Christian, I would have said yes. But I wasn't like these other Christians. I didn't think much about it in those days because these other Christians irritated me. Something in them offended me. I would cuss and then one of them would ask me to please stop speaking like that. Man, that irritated me. I would think, stop pushing your stuff onto me. I will live and speak like I want to. When I just started going to church after praying the, you know, sinner's prayer, I still wasn't getting it. The lights hadn't come on yet, and I couldn't understand why they were so happy. Irritatingly happy. Loud worship, singing, shouting, clapping hands, and even dancing in church. Happy clappies, they are called. It looked like a party, but I didn't understand what the party was about. To many people, Christians, especially these other types of Christians, seem weird. For me, At first, it was like going to a party where everyone was dancing, jiving, but I couldn't hear the music. Awkward! That was simply weird and a little bit awkward. But turn the music on, feel the rhythm, and then you want to join in. This is one reason why many people think Christians are weird. Let me help you understand. Christians are dancing, partying to a heavenly music that the rest of us don't have ears to hear. Yet, today, I'm going to imagine you're not a Christian or you're new to this Christian thing. I'm going to show you why Christians are so weird and how you can own your weirdness in a good way. This is hopefully only part one of a series on weird. So weird defined. The word weird suggests something supernatural or unearthly. Christians are weird because they're not from around here. They are born of the Spirit. They are born from above. They are like aliens, not from this world. See, now things are beginning to make sense. Also, the word weird can be defined as to induce a sense of disbelief or alienation in someone. When you're on the other side of the line, not a Christian yet, then it is hard to understand where a Christian is coming from. You might feel even more put off because of their weirdness or differentness from your perspective. So today, I want to help you understand these weird Christians. From the outside looking in, you might think, 
How can you get excited about something or someone that you can't even see? You speak into the air and expect some far of God to answer you. Or you sing worship songs to a being that you can't even show me. Some guy that died 2,000 years ago and shed his blood for mankind and supposedly rose from the dead. What is that about anyway? All that blood stuff. Christians are so weird. And then you want to run the other direction. I understand. I was there at one point in my life as well. Some say, all we have is this natural world. That's all there is to it. And there's nothing more to what we can see with our physical eyes. We live, we die, and we cease to exist. The Christian thing didn't make much sense to me either. I simply couldn't see what they were seeing. It's easy to think that either Christians are crazy, ignorant, stupid, or they have eyes to see what others can't see. To a blind person, this is all that they can see. Black. Nothing else. From their perspective, there is nothing else beyond this. But if they would have their sight restored, then everything looks different. The lights have just been turned on. Some of the greatest minds in history were real deal Christians. So it can't be that those who believe in Jesus are stupid or ignorant. One such man was C.S. Lewis, a professor at Oxford and Cambridge University. At first, he was an atheist and extremely unwilling to become a believer in Christ. He became an atheist because of the First World War and all the pain and suffering he saw around him. But late in life, he surrendered his life to Jesus as he couldn't deny the truth that he was confronted with. Everything changed for him. Now he says, I believe in Christianity as I believe that the sun has risen, not only because I see it, but because by it, I see everything else. God is that real to the true believer. Lewis was blind, but at some point in his life, he received spiritual sight, seeing the sun, Jesus, and by the light of Christ, seeing everything else in a new light. Want to know why Christians are weird? Because they see by the light of another. They see according to the light that Jesus Christ, the Son of God, gives to the newborn believer. And they have been transformed in their nature. They were darkness, but now they are the light of the world. And they can't help but shine their, their light for others to see. That's why Christians sometimes seem a little overbearing with their beliefs. They can't help themselves and simply can't stay quiet about what they've discovered. This is the experience of every true believer. It is often a process, a journey, but at some point the true believer begins to see and be transformed from darkness to light. Before Christ, they were blind, but now they see. As the well-known Hymn, Amazing Grace, written by John Newton, says, A hymn written by a man who was previously a slave trader, a man who brutally mistreated other human beings, but then he found Christ. He says in the song, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a wretch like me. Now he awakened from a spiritual sleep, able to see that without Christ, he's a wretch, a sinner, a miserable human being lost for eternity. And then he began to hear the sound 
of heaven, the sound of grace, of mercy, of forgiveness, of God's love despite all his sins. He continues in the song and he says, I once was blind, but now I see. He describes his experience of having been blind, but now he sees he was spiritually blind. That is exactly how how I was in my BC days. The Son of God, Jesus, and the grace of God was like the sun that rose upon me every day, but I didn't have the eyes or spiritual capacity to see it and to respond to it. I was utterly blind and lost in spiritual darkness. When I think back about that, when I see photos of my youth, I shake my head thinking what a spiritual mess I was. I was lost. But thank God that grace flowed into my life. And so I turned to Jesus. Christians are weird because they were blind, but now they see. They were lost, but now they found God. How can a man that was blind not rejoice, celebrate, and have a party for now being able to see because of the miracle working power of God? And you want to tell the whole world. Yes, Christians are weird because they want you to become like them. They want you to experience what they are experiencing. Now you might say, stop pushing your religion on me. Christians can't help themselves. They love you too much to stay quiet. Now some might say, prove it. Prove God to me. How can I prove to you something that I can see so clear as day, like the sun in the sky? It is so obvious to me. How can I prove to you the wonderful warmth that I experience from the sun's rays? God's wonderful love that fills my being. My life has been radically transformed and hundreds of millions of others as well. I was blind. Now I see. I didn't know this kind of love exists, but now His love shines upon me like the sun heats us up on a cold, wintry day. Nothing compares to His love. And I'm not talking about dead religion. There's a lot of religion going around, but it's dry, it's cold, it's empty of the true and beautiful love of God. You might say, prove it. Well, you'll have to trust me and the many other voices, stories of others who have crossed over into the kingdom of God, who have taken the step of faith to trust in Jesus and who have received their sight. Christians are standing on the other side saying, hey, this is epic. Come on, put your trust in Jesus and you will begin to experience what we are. You'll have to trust that we are speaking the truth. You'll have to trust that although you might not see it or feel what I am feeling, knowing God intimately is available to you right now. This is why it's called faith or trust. A step into the light. You have to trust in the message of the one Jesus who loves you more than you can imagine. If you are to experience the one that the message speaks of, you'll have to humble yourself like a child and trust in him. The Bible is history. It's not a fairy tale made up by a scheming church leaders trying to trick the ignorant people. Jesus is an actual historical figure. And if you do a bit of research, you'll find that the evidence for Jesus' resurrection from the dead is undeniable. The evidence would stand in a court of law. But what are you going to do about it? Also, Jesus claimed to be God multiple times. Either he was a lunatic, thinking he's God, or he was lying, scheming, or he is truly God, Lord, 
God who became flesh to save us. The option to say that he was just a nice man or wise teacher, it just won't stand. I didn't think much about these things in my BC, my before Christ days. I was like a blind person thinking that those who supposedly see are simply weird, even crazy. The blind man might say of the sun, oh, a big ball of fire in the sky. Yeah, sure, ignorant buffoons. For a Christian, when someone, some atheists try to disprove the existence of God to them, it's like trying to disprove the existence of the sun. It's impossible for those who have received sight to unsee the beauty and glory of God. I feel sorry for those who don't see, who don't even realize that they don't see. I was there. I was such a one. And it's a terrible place to be in, to be blind and not even realize it. So Matthew 13, 44, Jesus says, Again, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid. And for joy over it, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. The kingdom of God is a hidden kingdom, but not to keep you from it, rather so that you would seek until you find it. A treasure like no other. This man in the scripture goes and sells everything. It costs us everything to attain the true life in Christ. We need to set aside the old life to to attain the indescribable treasure. Let go of the old, take hold of the wonderful treasure, which is knowing God. When we encounter Jesus and he causes us to come alive spiritually, it is like receiving eyes to see that which has been there all along, like being born blind and somehow receiving an operation that restores your sight. Massive change? Yes. Everything different? Yes. Discovered treasure. Nothing can be the same again when we are born again, when we become spiritually alive by the same power that raised Jesus from the dead. I once was spiritually dead, but now through Christ, I'm alive. It is incredible and I am so thankful. And now when we wake up in the morning, we don't only see the physical sunshine, we see the light and life of God shine upon us. And through that light, we see everything else. For the born again believer, the the son of God, Jesus, and his word and his spirit becomes the light by which we see everything. So yes, born again Christians are weird from the perspective of a spiritually blind person. Jesus gives us the key to receiving sight, to see the kingdom of God. You must be born again. John chapter 3, it says, Jesus answered and said to them, most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born again, he cannot see the kingdom, cannot see. It's not if you go to church, you'll see. It's not if I, you pray a little bit or read the Bible every now and again, then you'll see. No, you must be born again by the Holy Spirit, born from above. Then you will see. Verse 4, it says, Nicodemus said to him, How can a man be born when he's old? Can he enter a second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus answered, Most assuredly, I say to you, unless one is born of water and the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God, born of the flesh and born of the Spirit. Now, Nicodemus was a religious religious leader. He knew the scriptures and a teacher of the law, but he didn't understand this born again concept. He had loads of knowledge, but not a living relationship with God. There are many such Christians, unfortunately. Jesus says we must be born again. And you will know 
when you experience this, it is life-changing. The true Christian sees what the not-yet Christian cannot see. The true Christian can also lose his sight if he or she allows worldly cravings to overwhelm him. Our senses become dull and our spiritual sight and hearing fades. And all we can see and hear then is earthly sounds and sights. But when our spiritual senses are alive, we awake to heavenly sounds and experiences. Jesus gives us the key. You must be born again. Nicodemus was confused. Should I go back into my mother's womb? No, you must be born from above, born by the Spirit. Your spirit being coming alive. So you might ask, okay, so Andre, how can I be born again? How can I receive eyes to see? The following scripture reveals the starting point, but it also reveals the lifestyle of the true Christian. Romans 10, it says, If you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is by believing in your heart that you are made right with God, and it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. Openly declaring that Jesus is Lord. Openly, unashamedly declare, I believe in Jesus. Faith in Jesus isn't a private issue. It's a public issue. It's an openly declare where you stand to reveal to all that Jesus Christ is now your Lord and Savior. Previously, I was in the kingdom of darkness. I served this world and I was like the rest of the not yet Christians. I was in darkness and served darkness and served myself. But now everything's different. Now I serve Jesus Christ. He is king. I am now in the light and I've become light. I serve King Jesus. Lord means I don't have my own opinions. I embrace and live by his word. The Christian is weird because the Christian lives by a higher standard. God's word. Want to be born again? Openly declare, openly confess that Jesus is now your king, your source. Believe in your heart. In other words, put your trust in Jesus like you would put your trust in a parachute when you jump out of plane and hold on to him for dear life as if your life depends upon it to save you from falling to your death. Believe in your heart and then declare, God, I turn away from the cliff I turn away from my sins, living contrary to you. I turn, I repent, I turn away from my old life and I choose to follow Jesus into fullness of life. Jesus, you are now my Lord, my King. Forgive me all my sins of choosing my own ways. Now I choose to walk in your ways. I want to be born again in Jesus' name. Amen. So pray that prayer, make the decision to turn your heart, your life, your whole being into a new direction, away from that cliff into fullness of life. So here are a few tips to get you growing in God. Number one, pray that prayer by faith. Surrender to Christ so you can be born again and often communicate with God through prayer so that you can grow spiritually. Prayer is like just speaking to somebody, just speak to God. Number two, read God's word and live according to his word. Start with the book of John, the fourth book in the New Testament, and look for Jesus in the scriptures. Number three, pursue the power of the Holy Spirit. Read the book of Acts and discover the power of the Holy Spirit at work in lives. The Holy Spirit empowers you to live for Christ. 
Number four, connect with other believers. It is abnormal for a Christian to not be in community with other believers. Send us a WhatsApp message in the description field so that we can connect with you. And then lastly, number five, share your newfound faith with others. Let your light shine. Share what Jesus has done for you to help others discover God's love and goodness. If you are a believer, how about embracing the weirdness of being a Christian unashamedly and openly declaring your faith to others? You are not from around here. Let your light shine as a lifestyle. I I absolutely come alive when I share my faith with others. Few things are as exciting as impacting people with God's love. Live the adventure with God. So make right with God today. Step into the light and experience His freedom. Thank you for listening. Find more on Shofar East London's podcast channel. Let's do life together.